1: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
2: Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your
1: hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. Welcome in to the Arrowhead Attic podcast. It's our Chiefs post-game show. Patrick Allen, Matt Verderam, the Kansas City Chiefs are above 500 for the first time since week one with a 13 to 7. Ugly, 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 uglier than the two mugs on this podcast win against the Green Bay Packers. But it's a win is a win is a win. And with the goings on in the AFC today, which we'll get to, the Chiefs have given themselves a chance in the AFC. Matt Verteram, how you doing? How you holding up? After a win. Another <laughs> another really grueling win for the Chiefs.
2: I mean, I'm holding up okay. Look, there's a lot to get to in this game. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad. There's a lot of ugly, including me. Um, there, there's just – and then you said the AFC today was on, on cocaine. I mean, that was just unbelievable. It was like the
1: upside upside down. It was like Stranger Things.
2: So there's a lot to get to. I mean, but ultimately, listen. Obviously, the offense was awful. I thought the coaching offensively was awful. Defensively, they were tremendous. I I know Jordan Love played in the game, and yes, if Rodgers plays, the Packers win that game. Let's be real. Um, He didn't play, and they they played. a a great defensive game. The offense put them in position to lose a hundred times out of a hundred and they kept answering the bell. So we'll get into all that. But ultimately look, they won the game. They had to win. They had to win this game. Now they have to get much better, but they won. And of course uh, we will get into all of it. And then some.
1: Yes. And of course you are watching the Arrowhead addict post game show here on the Arrowhead Attic YouTube channel. We're letting folks uh, roll on in, establish a little bit of an audience here. So, you know, if you guys weren't tuned in last week, we're going to go ahead and set the table for you. Um, Another ugly win by the Chiefs over the New York Giants. Barely beat the New York Giants, the two-win New York Giants, who beat the Raiders today, by the way. Hilarious. Yeah, the three-win New York Giants. So, you know, during our ranting and raving after the last game, I was proclaiming that I, I, I thought the Chiefs were just going to get curb stomped by the Packers, and they would have had Aaron Rodgers played, but he didn't play. But unfortunately, I made a bet with one of our co-hosts, Sterling Holmes, who's actually at the game tonight. That's why he's not with us, and he wanted to shotgun beers. He said he thought the Chiefs were going to beat the Packers. I said no friggin' way, uh, and I'm terrible at shotgunning beers, but what I can do is dump a beer on myself. So a lot of people here yeah, here for the beer bash. Um, uh, so the bet was made that I would stone cold uh, pound two beers, basically just dump them on my face. If the Chiefs beat the Packers, was not expecting Aaron Rodgers to be out. So uh, towards the end of this podcast, I've got my beers here and uh, I will be um, getting taking a little shower. Yeah. Patrick 316 indeed um, has had some anxiety about this all week. But for you guys, uh, you, you guys are awesome. You're always here. You're supporting us. I've got no problem uh, dumping a little bit of beer on myself for a Chiefs win. I mean, it's a Chiefs win. I get to dump some beer on myself. There are certainly worse things that can happen in life. Appreciate you all out there. What's up, Christian? What's up, Jacob? Uh, What's up, Mike Cole? Uh, A lot of our regulars out there. There's Cheeto Freak, of course, Mike Collins. We appreciate you, Mike. All right, let's get into discussing this game um, because the beers are coming. So let's start with the Chiefs defense for Absolutely dominant performance. I'm with you. I don't give a shit that Jordan love was playing and all that stuff. The chiefs did good things with the exception of one play by one player who should not be playing. We'll get to that. Um, they were, they were tremendous. They did a look, this, this Packers team could run the football and the chiefs did a really good job of containing that run. Aaron Jones, really talented back. Um, and they were getting pressure. They were getting pressure. Jaren Reed was getting up in there. Chris Jones was getting there. Frank Clark was getting there. What did you see? Uh, you know, what were your big takeaways from this Chiefs defensive performance?
2: Listen, first of all, I'm a big guy in, in, in believing that you get pressure. You go after the other team. And maybe that was growing up on Gunther Cunningham as a kid. And they would they would bring it. They didn't care. They, they'd bring casino blitzes. I mean, all out here it comes. Stop us. I used to love when the Chiefs played like that, and they do sometimes. It's back. Sometimes they don't. I love that they just, especially on third downs, they, they just, here it comes. You're getting literally six, seven guys. You're not blocking them all. Stop us. I thought Melvin Ingram played really, really well. Um, you know, you'll look at the, the stat sheet and you'd go, Oh, really? I don't see it. If you'll watch the game, he played really well in that game. He, he made an impact. He got pressure. He only had one tackle. That was it. It's all, it's all in the stat sheet. But he played really, really well. And I, listen, I've crushed this guy all year long, but I always try to be fair. Frank Clark, the last three weeks, has looked like Frank Clark. He's been active. He's yeah, been it really all has. over the place. He's been aggressive. Chris Jones, what do you know? Moving him inside. Good move. He's, Who would he's, have thought? He was a monster in that game. Holding penalties created. Pressure the whole game. They only had one sack. Matthew got it. But they hit Love seven times in that game. And they forced a ton of early throws, incompletions. If they're going to be able to get this thing rolling, I can't believe I'm saying it. It's going to be on this defense. It's going to be. It is going to be this defense coming out and being aggressive and going after teams. And I thought today, look, I get it. Aaron Rodgers didn't play all that. You know what? That's still an offensive, uh, uh, they have some offensive weapons. It's still a team. That Would in a normal game score some points? I thought they played magnificent. And by the way, what a play by Sneed in the red zone! What a pick! That was not a bad throw. That was great a coverage, great interception. Yeah, and he good also had technique. a break up on a pass in the end zone. I thought for the most part. I thought the other corners played very well too. Ward, Fenton. I mean, they were there. Um, I thought it was a fantastic game. Of course, we're going to get into it, but you, this stuff with Sorensen, it's got to stop. It just has yeah. to stop. I, how sure. is he in man coverage with the receiver intentionally? It's just, it's incredible, and they did it multiple right. times. I even tweeted out in the first quarter. I'm like, they're going to get beat on this. It's coming. Like at some point, right. it's going to happen, and it happened. But I, you can't, you can't harp on that play when the rest of the game gave up. No, well, the rest of the game gave up nothing and totally gave up seven points. Their defense was spectacular. It was. You yeah. got to give credit where it's due.
1: They really were, and you know, I want to. I want to call out, and we've we, we've touched on this a couple times since he's been back. But Charvarius Ward it's
2: going very does, well. If,
1: if you if you haven't been giving Charvarius Ward credit for how good he is, go back and look at the Chiefs' defense without him on the field and yep. with him on the field. He's been they, they their whole defense has improved since he's gotten back. He made some great plays in this game. He was tied for the for the team lead in tackles. He plays physical brand of football. Uh, defended a pass. And and both of those guys, because they moved Devontae Adams around, both Snead and Ward found themselves one-on-one with Devontae Adams. And look, he he could have beaten them on some plays if Love made better throws. He's one of the best receivers in, in all of the, the NFL. Okay. So, but like these guys were on him, oftentimes out on an island, both Snead and Ward. And I thought they did a great job. And and you're right. Snead's interception, he had two defended passes, by the way, in this game, six tackles. Just everything from the whole route, Gr- great positioning, great leverage, got a hand on him, got his head around, and was there ready to make the pick. It was a little bit of a high throw, but he was in tremendous position to break up the pass, even if it was a better throw. Um, just absolutely jo- great job by the secondary. And and the pass rush, look, I know they blitzed a lot, but they were getting home fast. There were. And, 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 and even when they weren't blitzing, they were they were causing pressures – on this young quarterback, which is exactly what you need to do. And if they had played like that against Aaron Rodgers, yeah, of course he's going to get the ball out. You're to, you're not going to be blitzing him as much. But two weeks in a row now, they've been they, – listen, they weren't beating anybody up front, anybody, when they were rushing four. And they were doing it today. And, boy, that's got to feel good if you're a Chiefs fan. It's It's got to feel good because, because look, and we're going to talk about the offense. If you're if you're sitting here and you're like the the big problem with this team right now is the offense, I've got good news for you. They're going to figure it out.
2: I so well said. Um, look, I, I I have seen a few few fans in the chat who have been talking about you know they're not going to be good teams if Genney. I see it and listen. You got every right to feel that way and believe me, there are times that I felt that way. Um, I would say this: if they continue to play this way offensively, you're right. You're right. They're, they're just – I mean, they're incapable right now of doing anything. I will say, though, and I – believe me, if you were in this office with of me watching this game, maybe one day we'll do a live stream where you just put a camera on me during the game because I was berating them the entire game. I, mean, I was on the phone with my dad for getting the entire game. I was screaming at them. However, I do think in a weird way, one, one thing that happened in the game that I thought actually did matter, the last play of the game – Mahomes on a play that third and 10, and I'll be honest, he started scrambling. I was just waiting for him to throw a pick. The way this season's been going, I thought, oh, God, he is just going to rifle one into double coverage. Here we go. That ball was a bullet. I mean, that was Mahomes at his best. On the run, and that wasn't like jogging. Yeah. That was full speed with guys chasing him, and he threw that ball a oh, hundred miles an hour in there and he'll makes the catch and they end the game. And yeah. you, I think it's important. If you watch that game, if you watch the emotion on Mahomes at the end of that, it clearly meant something to him. Like it clearly, sorry. sorry.
1: Rame, someone's at your door, man.
2: Who gives a shit. I'm not going to get that. <laughs> probably surprise some, some nonsense. Um, yeah. you know, and if it's a cops, whatever, you know, they can wait. Uh, listen, I, they were, they were fantastic. On defense, they were awful on offense, but I love Mahomes and the reaction after that play, it said something to me. Now, does that mean, oh, it's all fixed and we're going to score 40? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But it gives them a feeling on the way out the door like some there's some confidence, like they can do something. I right. mean, that, that game was so bad offensively, and yet at the end, they get a couple first downs that they needed to get the job done. They got three first downs to win the game. I'm not – it's OBJ answering the door. That's hilarious. Um, I got bad news, guys. I don't think he's going to want the contract I'm offering. Um, but yeah. it's – look, right now they're 5-4. and four. The Raiders lost to the Giants. Okay, did everything they could to lose that game and lost it. The Chargers won on the last second field goal. Denver won a ridiculous game. It, it's a shocking game. Give them all the credit in the world. But I, I got to be honest, I don't care about Denver. I don't. That's a great win. Give them all the credit in the world. I, Denver's not beating the Chiefs out. It's the Chiefs play well. That game next week, Sunday Night Football at Vegas, I can't think of a bigger game. Like, that game is either going to be they get going or or they really are in trouble. And and there's no two ways. But, I, you know, listen, they won today. And I'm going to – I believe we're going to get in the offense. I'm going to smoke them. I have a lot to say about Andy Reid today. But they won. And that is the most important thing. Go ask the Bills about that today. Right. Win the game. Like, the Bills were atrocious and lost to Jacksonville. Happens.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're, you're not going to play great every week. And, I, look, I want to I want to stay focused on the positive a little bit longer before we yeah. get into the offense because this is a win, and this is back-to-back wins. Um, this is really good for the Chiefs, despite the fact that it wasn't pretty. Um, the The Packers' defense was playing very well. They were making – look, the, you know, everyone – if the Chiefs – you know, there seems to be this – hold on. I'm not going to the offense. Let's do the positive. The special teams. Yeah, The Chiefs special teams were yes. huge in this game. Because the offense was so putrid, the special teams making plays were absolutely fantastic. After the Chiefs go for it, after they get the lead and, and the, the Packers miss a field goal, and then they stupidly go for it on fourth down when they're winning the game and their defense is playing great and they don't need to, and put the Packers right back in field goal position, and what happens – the Chiefs' special teams comes through. They get a block. Then they get them. The, the recovery on the muff punt. I mean, they were just fantastic all over the place. And Tommy Townsend, making it, making it hard on Jordan Love to, to, to have long fields over and over again. He had some absolute bombs. I mean, right. absolute bombs. Right. And you see why he's on the team and why he's out there. Let me see what his – he had six punts for 341 yards. He averaged 56.8 yards. Five punts inside the twenty, and I don't think was the, Did he even have a single punt that rolled? Those were all in the air. I think.
2: The, yeah, I mean, they rolled it for a couple of yards.
1: I mean, it yeah, was it wasn't like I one was of those like, ones where he gets, you know, a ludicrously long punt because it rolls thirty yards.
2: Yeah. No, no. no. Listen, they, they, um, they got an unbelievable effort out of their special teams.
1: So if you go one by
2: one here, so Townsend punted the ball six times. He put five of them inside the 20 and averaged 57 yards a punt. I mean, that is – like, he should be the special teams player of the week. I mean, that, that good, okay? They also get Harrison Bucker, who goes two for two on field goals, including a 55-yarder. They recover a muff that leads directly to three points. Um, they they, they, they blocked the a field goal. They don't win this game without the special teams playing out of its mind, which is an indictment on the third unit of this team that we're going to get to here in a minute. But, guys, you know what, sometimes you got to win. And, by the way, Trevor, I see your question. Uh, why was it not such excuse me. Yes, so here. So I'm, I'm glad to answer that question. I know there's a lot of people asking me on Twitter, and I didn't have time to answer it. So what happens is on a punt, you cannot advance a muff. You can recover it, of course. But you get the ball where you you fall on it. So why? I don't know. Like, you can advance a fumble on a kickoff. You can run it right in the end zone. Um, but on a punt,
1: Weird
2: it's very bizarre. On a punt, you, you cannot advance a muff. So that, that's, that's why that happens. Um, listen, I, I will say the special teams is great. Um, you have to give them all the credit in the world. Um, oh, and why was it a touchback initially? That is a ridiculous rule. But the reason was, I forget who picked up the ball. I can't remember if it was Kemp or somebody else, whoever it was, Lamins maybe. Whoever it was, they, they grabbed the ball and ran straight into the end zone without ever stopping their momentum. It's a touchback by that rule. Because he didn't stop his momentum, which is bonkers. That's not the spirit of the rule. That was a horrible.
1: Right. But right. That, and that is and he doesn't know what to do because he thinks he's he's got a chance to score. Now, of course, he's got to know the the rule in that situation, which is that he can't score, and so just recover the ball. But in the heat of the moment, that's an easy one to forget. Um, By the yeah, way, we totally. have an
2: answer. The, the person at the front door was my neighbor, who's a really good friend of mine, uh, yeah. who who's a Packers fan, who was dropping off beer at, to, to congratulate the <laughs> Chiefs on the win. Yeah. So good on him, Joey Mione, my man, coming through. But uh, I'll have a few when I'm watching this game, right in the column later tonight. So hopefully the edit team is uh, looking for typos. Uh, but because <laughs> you know what, I get it, guys, and we're gonna, we're about to kill the offense, okay? And I know everybody comes here to, to listen to Patrick's measure takes and me just scream at them. Um, and you're gonna get some of that. But I I honestly do think you're missing a little bit of the force in the trees. If you don't start to recognize his defense is playing really really well over the last month. They really are. They had one bad half of football. Nine of the last ten has have been really good. Yep. Like, at some point, you do have to say, like, they're turning the corner. They look much better defensively. Their special teams are terrific. Butker's been nails all year long. Townsend's bombing the ball. If I had to pick one unit that's struggling that I think can fix it, it is the one that's struggling. And now we can we can tough it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And and before we before we give it the business to the offense, if you could do us a favor out there, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you could hit that thumbs up button for us, it helps more people find the stream. We really appreciate it. And of course, keep in mind, uh, it, this is a podcast, so you can always head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star written review over there. We certainly appreciate those. And we read those reviews on and the sure. podcast, even the ones that even the ones that insult us, uh, which is actually maybe almost a little bit more fun. But, fair. You know, more
2: fair, more
1: honest. Yeah, yeah, keep it fair. Um, all right, so let's talk about the offense. And look, what we've been saying the last couple of, of weeks is the Chiefs have not played a complete game all year, and they've had opportunities against the Giants and against the Packers with, with Jordan Love to play a complete game. Well, they were two-thirds of the way there. They were lights out on special teams, lights out on defense in this game. The offense, it was maybe the worst. Offensive performance. Do you think it was worse than the Super Bowl?
2: Yes. Because the offense had a reason why they sucked in the Super Bowl.
1: Right. They, they just couldn't do They couldn't do anything tonight. Mahomes was just – I don't know. He made some good throws. His receivers weren't helping him out. They were dropping the ball. But he seems indecisive, and everything seems out of sync. He's, yes. he's still trying to throw these bombs – and missing a wide-open Travis Kelsey over the middle. And then we'll come back on the very next play and hit Kelsey in the hands, and he'll drop it. McCole Hardman, hitting the hands for a first down, yep. drops the ball. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I mean, so the, I, I really think it's mental at this point. Um, I know that you think it's a little bit of a play calling, but we, we are coming into this game. You know, everybody, all the national pundits, all, all the analysts were saying, well, the Chiefs have all these light boxes. They just need to run the ball. Well, look like the Chiefs ran the ball in this game. They ran the ball twenty-five times, and they averaged three point one yards per carry. And I want to—I think we should credit the Packers for that because they played really well up front. They just did. Um, you know, Daryl Williams ran nineteen times for seventy yards, three point seven yards per carry. Derek Orr gets only three carries. So, w- what's your overall take? Pat, Pat Mahomes averaged four and a half yards per completion. It was horrible.
2: It was embarrassingly bad. Okay, I'm not. Let, let's let's just not even kid ourselves. They they, they, they stink offensively. Okay, this team, I, I've I've had enough of watching this crap on a week in week out basis. And I, I got to tell you, I went bl- right now. And yeah, look, the drop sucked. Okay, Kelsey dropped two balls right in his hands. Hardman dropped the ball you just you just cannot drop the ball. I mean, it's third and two. It's right in your in hands, and the ball just goes right. Which, by the way, today. He was the one guy who did everything he could to murder them on special teams. Can't Canfield punch, muffs a kick. I mean, God almighty. Get him out of there and put Mike Hughes back there. The one thing Mike Hughes can do is feel the kick. It's just Hardman. When is the last time you're like, man, Hardman's had a great game on special teams? I mean, it's yeah. – Every once in a while he breaks one, I am horrified every time the ball is coming at him. Every time. But in any event, look am i am really offensively to a point like this is not on their offensive line everybody is like, well you know brown's not the c-. their offensive line is great in this game he had all day to throw the football okay yeah there were a few drops he stunk in this football game stunk they had a 96 yard touchdown that in the NFL is about as open as it can be and he overthrows him by five yards and frank i see a win is win be happy look man i get it but what do you want me to do? Sit here and tell you this is great, and they're going to win 13 games this year and be a right. Super Bowl? I mean, guys, I'm not judging this shit based off of whether or not they can beat Jordan Love. It's about winning a Super Bowl. If you want to sit there and celebrate the fact that they 13 points, be my guest. I'm going to celebrate that their defense was very good, okay? And, again, I disagree with you. Yeah, it was in double coverage. Tyreek had him beat, man. That should have been a touchdown. At worst case, it should have been a 50-55-yard 50, completion. And, and he would tell you that. He was open. On to the point. Mahomes, I, yes, I do, I do think uh, he did a better job of staying in a pocket. Yes, I do. I think, You want to take a positive? That's a positive. I do think he did a b- better job of hitching up. But it's, it's got to be better than this. I mean, it's just – it cannot be throws in the dirt, throws wide, throws behind the guy, throws out in front of a guy. I mean, he's got to be better. They're paying him a frigging fortune to be great, not to be – Matt Castle, which is what he looked like today, okay? Like it's not a stretch to say he literally looked like he he could have been Tyler Palco for three quarters of this game. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous how bad he was in this game. Now, I I am going to get to the other part of this, which I absolutely think deserves a lot of credit or a lot of a lot of uh, conversation. Andy Reid, Derek Bynum. I don't give a fuck who's calling the plays. Change it. I can't take any more of this shit. The first drive of the game, Hager Gregorian over at the Stars, a great guy and a hell of a writer, pointed this out, okay? And he pointed it out right around the mid to end of the third quarter. The Chiefs ran the ball seven times to open the game on that opening drive. They scored a touchdown. They ran the ball five times over the next like 35 minutes of football. What is that? I mean, here's a team... If you look at some of these shots from over top, the safeties are 20 to 25 yards off the line of scrimmage. Guys, it's 11 on nine. It is 11 on nine. And they just refuse to take any free yards. And I blame it on Andy Reid. I blame that portion of this on Andy Reid. He absolutely refuses to take free yards on the ground because he just wants to chuck it a million times. And you know what? That's fine and well when you're rolling along and the offense is clicking on all cylinders and Kelsey's got 12 and Hill's got 15 and Hardman for a slant for 10. Fine. They're not doing that. They are hideous right now. And you've got defenses who are backing up to the hilt, giving you six and seven yards of carry and the chiefs who have won the best offensive line in football. And, and by the way, Tooney, Smith, and Humphrey, who are fantastic. And the Chiefs pretend like they just don't exist. It's like, well, we can't possibly run the ball. Then they throw it on first and 10. They do some bullshit incompletion. And then they run it on second and 10. Now you're in third and eight. And Mahomes is going to drop back. and It drives me nuts. I've had it. I'm so tired of this shit. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. And if you're not going to run the ball and you're going to throw it, then Mahomes has got to get the ball out on time. I am sick and tired of watching him stand in the pocket and scramble around. Look, this idea that, like, well, they don't have any weapons. They got two Hall of Famers. Like, what are we talking about? I'm so sick and tired of people. They have to get OBJ. No, they don't. They've got to get some, they've got to be able to get in rhythm. Come on. Right. This right. is nuts. This bullshit narrative that somehow the Chiefs. Who have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and yes, McCall Harden is on pace for 700 yards. Like, they don't have enough guys to get the ball to? I mean, come on. Justin Herbert's playing great this year. He's got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, who are fine. They're not Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Like, just enough. Patrick Mahomes has to do his job and hit these guys when they're I mean, how many times today is Kelsey throwing his hands and he's wide open and, and he's throwing a. Friggin' goal ball at 65 yards into double coverage. It's insane. It is insane. I'm so fed up with this. And then I see your comment, Jalen, and I'll shut up after this one. On the drive, they were up seven to nothing, and they get down there. Okay, you know, it was the drive right after the muff. It was the drive after the muff. So it's first and goal at the nine. They run the ball for like six and a half yards. And then, son of a bitch, they throw the ball. So friggin' Hardman almost fumbles it like an idiot. And then they throw it out there another time on a swing pass. And Darrell Williams, who has the speed of me, gets knocked out at the one yard line. I gotta tell you, thank God they jumped offside and took a false start. Because if they had gone for it, there's no way in hell they would have gotten that. There's not a chance in the world they would have put that ball in the end zone. Thank God they jumped. And at the kick of field goal, I've been happier in my life to see them take a penalty. I mean, You run for six and a half yards. You've got three of the best interior offensive linemen in football. The Packers don't even have Kenny Clark at this point. And the Chiefs are like, that's all right. Fuck it. We're going to throw the ball twice short of the goal line. Not even into the end zone. It is just, it is mind-numbing. Scream at Mahomes all you want. God knows I did in this game. But God almighty, who the hell is calling
1: this shit? They they, they usually run some rollouts from Mahomes homes down there on the, uh, in the red zone, because he's so mobile and he can throw it all these different arm angles. And it, I didn't see really any of that today. You know, he gets he's done all those little magic tricks where, you know, he gets everybody scrambling around the end zone. Somebody gets open. He just dumps it off to them or he runs it in. We didn't see any of that, but I look, I will disagree with you a little bit on the running the ball. They ran the ball 25 times. They ran the ball 25 times. They were not particularly effective. Now, you can argue about the sequence of when they're running the ball, right? And then they were running a ball a lot at the end of the game because they were trying to ice it. There's there a lot were of definitely. On second
2: and 10, when they had six guys in the friggin' box on first and 10. And they They're like, no, 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 that's all right. Let's see if we can get Jerk McKinnon out there on a wheel route. Like, it's just. <laughs> what is happening?
1: What do you think is. Do you think it's, you know. Do you think Mahomes caught whatever Harrison Butker had last year and that he's just got the yips? Because, like, he's dropping back and it's just – man, the, you're right. The ball's not coming out on time. He's missing wide open receivers. What about that throw he made that, that was almost – that was all, should have been intercepted?
2: Yeah, what was right he doing?
1: Half. I don't know. He, if right was, was he expecting a different route from Tyreek Hill or did he just not put enough on it? Like, it was a horrible throw, a horrible throw.
2: I'm ready to uh, call the police watching this offense. I, I it was, man, I don't know. I mean, look, I I don't know what to say about what's wrong with him. I mean, I don't has any quarterback this talented ever been this bad for a month straight? Ever? I mean, he literally looks like he doesn't know how to play this sport right now. And then there are other times at like the end of the game, say whatever you want. That's a throw that's just phenomenal. I mean, that's a great play right? It seals the game. I am just to a point, like, I don't know what else to say other than he's just playing like crap. And this isn't an all year thing. Like, I know there were some turnovers, a lot of turnovers, but he, listen, he's had some very prolific games this year. And I just saw over my timeline, I believe it was Aaron Ladd over Fox, who said, you know, Mahomes was quoted after the game as saying, well, we're seeing the same defense as we've seen the whole year. Well, yeah, no shit. Like, can you beat it once? That is, the, that is my biggest, biggest issue with them right now. And this is on both Mahomes and Reid. And really, it's on everybody involved in this offense. But those two take the most blame for obvious reasons. They are neutering themselves. It has to stop. It's like this idea, well, oh, well, we saw cover two. Well, we can't beat this bullshit nonsense. They've been seeing cover two for years. What do you think? This year's the first time any team said, geez, you know what? I don't know, maybe too deep. I mean, they've been seeing this. For years, for years, they're not I any. Mean, and Andy Reid, as much as I, I, am out of my mind over the way he called that game. He's a like, he's a Hall of Fame coach. I know he know like he knows more about football than I could ever dream of knowing. I I know that I'm not I'm not that egotistical. Okay, not yet anyway. I understand <laughs> that Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy would laugh at me trying to give them an offensive strategy, nor would I ever try to do that because they would laugh at me, and they should laugh at me. But what I don't get. Is this mentality that, like, oh my god, they have two safeties? They're twenty-five off the yard. They're twenty-five yards off the line of scrimmage. Hit him with a damn dig route. Hit him with a Mills concept. Hit him with a China route. Hit him with four verts. Hit him with all these cover two beaters you have. That they just wrote. like when they play the Raiders. You know, this is actually going to be a very interesting game in one way, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I, I want to just I want to toss this out there. So you guys all know, everybody who's watched the Chiefs has been aware of the fact that the Chiefs over the last ten 10, four years, up until this year, have really struggled against the Chargers defense, right? They play that cover three, which is just a third of the field for the two defensive backs on the outside. Then the safety, the free safety covers the middle third, and the the strong safety comes down, okay? A lot of zone underneath. And never never blitzing. Guess who's the defensive coordinator of the Raiders this year? And guess who's blitzed the least in the NFL? You're going to get a whole lot. Of cover three and dropping. Back. Now, but here's the interesting thing: that has killed them in the past. Does it actually help them this year? Because you're not going to see too high. You're not going to see that this game. The Raiders are not going to play differently than they normally do. They're going to play one high, cover three. I'll tell you what's going to be open in this game: whole lot of corners, whole lot of comebacks, whole lot of de- wide open. What are they going to do? I don't know, but I got to tell you this. They've got to do something because the Chiefs. I just the narrative that the Chiefs can't figure out a cover two defense is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They are just unwilling to challenge it. It has to change. Even if I don't care if Mahomes throws five picks next week, you've got to challenge it. You've got to challenge it. You you cannot sit there and just dink and dunk four and a half yards in attempt. You're going to get killed. And if they win that game on Sunday night. I really believe they will win this division. I really do. But if they lose that game, you're fighting for your life just to get in the playoffs.
1: Sierra Head Attic Podcast. Appreciate you out there. We see some of you in the chat um uh, calling for the thumbs up in the, on the YouTube. Appreciate that. Yeah, let's go for it. We got ninety seven thumbs up. Let's let's get that up over hundred if you're watching out there. Help some more folks. Yeah. We had to good give thumbs-up. he's got a, he's gotta he's gotta cool down. He's uh, he's he's shut off until he can get back down to a safe temperature. Uh, so hit that thumbs up on there. We just hit 100. Appreciate it, guys. Keep them coming. So uh, Tony Dungy on Twitter, he just said, um, Chiefs win again, but I think their offense is regressing. Mahomes has only completed 54% of his passes today. KC gained 64 yards less than the Jordan Love-led Packers offense. They look nothing like the team we've seen in the last three years. What? Like, what's happening? You know, I, I just, I don't get it because, you know, in in games coming into this, we were saying, I mean, if they just stopped turning the ball over. If they just stopped turning the ball, well, they didn't turn the ball over. Didn't matter. Right. They just they just punted it. They couldn't get anything going. Um, do you give some credit to the Packers' defense? You know, this is one of those games, and we see yeah. it happen around yeah. the NFL. You know, they yeah. get they, they you you know that the Packers came in with a game plan and they're like, All right, like we've got to to do this on defense because we're starting a guy, young guys for a start. Um, but but still it's Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyree Kill. You we've seen games where they've they've dealt with a, a defense playing well, and then they would always find a way. We would constantly say on this podcast, you can't stop these guys for four quarters. You just can't do it. That's hell, that's how they won the Super Bowl. They were stopped for about three and a half quarters. And then I they started moving the ball.
2: Got it got a got a text message here from my, my father who was watching the show. Um, and says, don't forget, on run plays and short yardage, they didn't spread them out, which is the equivalent of inviting the entire town to your house for a party. And uh, well put by uh, Lance, Lance Verneram, because we were talking like we always do throughout the game, and I, I was losing my mind as they did that on multiple occasions on short yardage where they had 11 guys inside the numbers. Like, what are you doing? Why? I don't care if you want to run there. I'm fine with it. But then spread them out. Get four guys out of the box. Get five guys out of the, the – Chiefs are like, hey, we're going to run or we're going to throw a really, really, really short little quick pass and there's a million guys in the box to defend it. I don't get it. And God, listen, I see Evgeny, I see Donald. This is only the beginning of the reg- regression. I, I got to be honest. I get – I mean, look at me. I almost just blew a blood vessel, okay? I- I'm with you on the frustration. Mahomes didn't forget how to play football. Like – Mahomes isn't going to go – he's not going to become Brody Croyle, okay? He's really going through it right now. He is. But this idea that, like, the Chiefs now are just inept and have no talent, it, it, come on. I mean, there are teams that trade for the talent the Chiefs have offensively. It, it's it got to get better, a lot better, but come on. This is not a team that all of a sudden now is just helpless and they can't do anything. Like, and that's what's so frustrating, guys. That's why we're all frustrated because let's be let's be real. If, if they went next Sunday and scored 45 points, would you, like, would you really be stunned? Like if Kansas City just came out and lit the Raiders up. Like, yeah, right now I'd be a little surprised because of how bad they've been defensively or offensively. But would would I be shocked? Like if Mahomes came out to 400 yards and five touchdowns? No, oh, like of course I wouldn't be shocked. Nobody in the world would be, right? I mean, I think – so I do think – you have to be fair and say – Look, th- th- and they have earned that benefit over the last three years. You can't just for a month go – I mean, think of how Raiders fans feel right now. They're all right. sitting there going, Jesus Christ, we just lost to the friggin' Giants. And now we got to come play the Chiefs. And everybody and their mother is waiting for Madden – I'm reading the comments. For Madden – for Mahomes to go nuts. Everybody's waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And Henry – listen, if you've been watching me, we have to wait. I've been saying Mahomes just stunk i'm not i'm not breaking news here okay i i'm telling you right now they're not good guy anyone who's watched me i mean one thing about me i may be an idiot i'm honest like i will tell you whatever i think good bad or otherwise i think right now their offense is abysmal i just laid it out i just laid it out that i think that they need to get better at, at quarterback in terms of not things to get a better one, but like he's got to play a hell of a lot better. I agree, Ken. I think a lot of this is mental. I think watching the game, one thing I will say that I, I thought, and who knows, I'm not him. I thought that Mahomes was going with, a, especially early in the game, it almost looked like he predetermined who he was going to throw the ball to. A lot of just, I'm going to gun this thing no matter what. I think it's a reason he's throwing picks. I think it's a big mistake. If getting I see it with Henry Ruggs, look, that's obviously a huge tragedy. You've got to think, certainly there's part of that. But you know what? Henry Ruggs isn't the reason the car threw two picks today and they missed a 25 yard field goal and fumbled inside the red zone. Like they didn't execute. And so to me, look, if there is one, there, there, you know what? Two saving graces right now for Kansas City, two of them. The AFC is not by any stretch of the imagination determined. It, the Chiefs, if they ever got right, could be the one seed. I mean, if you looked around this conference, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati is—it looks like a total fraud. Okay, they just—they just, they just got blown out by Cleveland. Who the Chiefs, by the way, already have the breaker on. Okay, they beat Cleveland. Baltimore won today against Minnesota. You want to know something? Here's Baltimore. Baltimore six and two out of their last nine games. Here are seven of them: Pittsburgh twice, Cleveland twice, Cincinnati and Cincinnati, the Rams, the Packers. They they have no cakewalk going forward. They're going to lose some games. So they're going to lose some games. The Browns and the Bengals any week, who the hell knows. Pittsburgh is limited offensively. The Bills lost to the freaking Jags. And I got to tell you guys, I watched a lot of that game. Like They deserve to lose that game. They can't block. They're brutal on both sides of the ball in the trenches. The AFC West. The Raiders just lost the Giants. Give the Broncos all the credit in the world. I don't think anybody thinks that the Chiefs play well. They're going to get beat out by Denver. And the Chargers need the last thing in goal to beat the Eagles. Like Kansas City is right where they need to be in terms of this of the standings. I mean, it's not been perfect by any stretch, but they're everything they want to do is in front of them. Got to play better. They've got to play better. And I, two of the three sides, they are. I don't want to lose sight of that. I feel like I've been really negative on the Chiefs and they've deserved it, but I don't want to lose sight of the fact they've gotten better defensively. Like they, They're fine now defensively. If this offense figures it out at any point and gets in the playoffs, I will pick them to go to the Super Bowl. And that's not a Homer thing. Anyone who listens to me, believe me, it's not. If they fix that offense and this defense plays the way it's playing, they will go to the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit. Who they play, where they play them, doesn't matter. They will win, this, they will minimum get to and possibly win the Super Bowl with this team if this offense figures it out.
1: Well, and this was certainly rock bottom for the Chiefs today uh, on offense. Um, it's not challenged. Just, 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 uh, just to just to put it in perspective for you all um, the Chiefs had two, 63 plays, 237 total yards. I can't even believe that that's correct. 237 total yards with 11 drives. They averaged 3.8 yards per play, 160 yards passing, 77 yards rushing. They were only sacked one time for six yards. So look, some positives from the offense. There were were really just just a couple. Good protection for Mahomes. They didn't turn the ball over, although they should have. that, that, That pass Mahomes threw should have been picked off. I don't know what he was thinking. He also threw into like triple coverage, on that one deep ball when he when he didn't throw it to, to Kelsey he was wide open over the middle. Um, I think that it starts with continuing to get Kelsey going. He had five catches for sixty eight yards and a touchdown in this game. He he should have had at least five more catches in this game. There yep. were windows for him over the open middle. Open and drop. Mahom, Mahomes is staying, and so I you know if if there were some bad habits were de- that were developed over the beginning part of the season, I mean, I'm trying to find a silver lining here. Well, maybe what we're seeing is a little bit, you know, you you, you know, my background, Matt, I I was an actor. I got my master's in in acting school in New York, so I met my wife. And uh, we always have this thing. Anybody who's done theater, you know, you're working with your script, the whole the whole beginning of the rehearsal process. And, you know, first you're garbage because you're just learning the material. And then you start getting closer and closer to your off book date where you're supposed to be completely memorized and you're not allowed to have your script anymore. But those last few rehearsals, right before, like you, you, you have to put the script down. You're really starting to feel it. You're into your character. You're, you're very familiar with the material now. And then you you put that script down. And those first couple, those first couple um, rehearsals, when you put your when you go off book, it's terror. It feels awful as an actor. You, you, you're not connected with anything. You don't know what you're doing. You're all out of sorts because you don't have that crutch anymore. And if there's a like silver lining in this game, I think it's that some of the bad mistakes that Mahomes was making that that he was getting happy feet in the pocket. He was running out of the pocket. He was turning the ball over some of those bad deflections, some of those things, none of those things happened today. And so maybe we're in a, maybe we're in a, in a little, uh, buffer zone here where Mahomes is working on some things and it's not pretty right now, but that if he continues down this path of not turning the ball over of Uh, staying in the pocket of climbing the pocket and getting his head screwed on straight. We'll see things start to move in the right direction. Cause really that's the only thing that can happen, right? It's, it's the only thing that can happen unless he's just completely melting down for the rest of the year. So that's my silver lining for you. I think maybe he's in a transition process of breaking some bad habits and hopefully we'll we'll see. and, And maybe it started with that last pass of the game because that was vintage Mahomes. And, and, and you saw how fired up he was when he made that pass. Because the entire game had been a slog for him. And he gets out there and he makes that pass and he wins the game. And I think, you, you know, that's probably the only only play that matters to him right now is that he made that play. And if that gives him a little bit of confidence going into next week because God knows he's going to need it, I really think it's a, it's a confidence thing from here now. He needs to go out and make some, make some make some plays and make some good throws downfield.
2: There's no doubt. There's no doubt. They've got to be much better. I mean, offensively, and where's the team that was a chunk play waiting to happen? And I really think so. All right, I'm not. I'm not going to get off uh, track here. Look, I will say Aaron Ladd here, who I, I've been who follow, you follow on Twitter, does a great job. He, uh, KCHB 41 anchor. Uh, this Clark after the game. Uh, this quote after the game from Frank Clark: "Quote the team's getting back in rhythm and we're coming." Um, I will say. I loved this not only the way they played defensively today, but some of the juice they had today. That looked like a defense that knows it's getting there. I mean, yep. Clark's been hyping up the crowd. Jones is going crazy. You know, Ingram had juice. Gay and Bolton are bringing a lot to the table. You know, I, I really – I honestly believe this defense is getting there. And I, I have had enough. And I've seen everybody's tweet. You know, putting it in the, in the chat. Guys, I'm with you. Like, I'm not going to beat the horse anymore at this. Dan Sorensen should never be on the field. I, I don't know what it's going to take for them to find. I mean, every third down, by the way, if you know, it was a third down package, every single third down, he and the were on the field. Together. Every single one of them.
1: I don't know what else do, to say. Do, do you think, I mean, what do they need to do here? Because he's just a, like, I, Righteous I, I'm, I'm, se- I'm seriously, you know, there, there are people on Twitter and they're like, they need to cut Dan Sorensen. They're not going to cut I, Dan Sorensen. They're not. They're not going to. But they no need to nail him to the bench. I, there were a couple of times he was in there on blitzes. I feel like that's the only play that he should be in on is if they're going to use him to blitz or or to help out a little bit and run support. He should never be in coverage. He can't do it. He he's completely done when it comes to that part of his his football game. And so any situation where he should not never be put in that situation no. where he has to cover anybody. Um, not a tight end, not a receiver, not a running back, uh, not a left guard,
2: no one, um, no. no, no one. Um, and I, I see Jalen saving for the postseason. Yes, I look forward to the the obligatory Dan Sorensen two picks in a recovered fumble AFC title right. game. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be that would be the most fitting way the season could possibly go. They get in the playoffs, and Sorensen and Neiman are just winning the game for them. And I mean, it just seems like that would be like, of course, that's how the season would finish. Um, listen, you know what? So I'm, I'm going to come full circle with it. I I really, my main takeaway from the game, in a micro verb, not, not a macro, just drawn down, this defense is getting to the point where it's very good. And that is a stunning development considering where they were a month ago. But, guys, think about it. Would you have bet on this defense to be this good a month ago? And I get it. Like, I, I understand Aaron Rodgers didn't play. I'm not not blind, I understand. But even that, even do you think a month ago they would have been able to hold this team to seven points? There's not a chance in hell. Nobody thought this unit would get to this point this year, at any point, let alone midseason.
1: <laughs> much if better. You, if, much, if, much better.
2: If this defense can do this, why can't the offense, which has infinite talent? Right. They are they are one unit away from being terrifying and I'll tell you right now I said it before I'm going to say it again I'm not backing down from this if they figure out their offense they'll go to the Super Bowl they will go to nobody in the AFC will beat them the Bills are awful up front on both sides of the ball nobody else in that division even matters okay the AFC North the the Ravens can't stop anybody every game they play is a shit show all the way to the end the Browns don't scare me one bit Okay, the Bengals don't scare me at one bit. And the Steelers can't score a point. The AFC South, who is it? T- Tennessee? I get Tennessee kicked their ass. If, not, if you want to bet against, against them in a playoff game, no chance. I'm not betting against Kansas City in a playoff game against Tennessee and nobody in our own division. So to me, if Kansas City, you know, God knows you got to stay healthy, which by the way is another positive. We've not talked about this. They have, knock on wood, they have been incredibly healthy. They have no long term injuries. I know you know they've had some guys miss games here and there, but they've been they've been healthy. Like nobody's out for the year. Okay. I get it's frustrating. Obviously. If you watch this show, you know how frustrated I get with them. If they get this offense back to what it should be, they will be very, very tough to beat. And I, I really do think that's the truth. But they, they've got to do it. They've got to do it. Like at some point, and this is where I do come back full circle. You have to do it. I mean, I can sit here all day and say, "Well, if and if and if and but," you got, you got to do it. You got to you got to hit throws in rhythm. You got to stop dropping passes. I do think, as much as we joke, like it matters that they didn't turn the ball over today. I know they had the drop pick. I get, it matters mentally that they didn't do it. That it's not just a streak of unending turnovers. Um, uh, sir, yeah. I, they should not bench Kelsey Hill. That I, I will disagree. You want <laughs> you want to roast you that never score a point? Do that. Um, what are
1: you What are you smoking? And how can we get some?
2: Sir, With all due respect, stop it. Stop it. I mean, it's like that Andre the Giant thing on Twitter. The GIF. He's just you know, You, know, it's, you, you can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. Guys, look, yeah.
2: If you, I always use other sports as an analogy. OK, I played hockey growing up. There were guys on my team. I was not a scorer. I was more of an assist guy. I played defense, whatever. That's how I, that was my bread and butter. Okay. But we had guys who it was my job to basically tee him up to rifle a slap shot. And sometimes they'd be rolling. And other times, you know, they'd go four, five, six games without a goal. You didn't stop passing the puck to him. You kept teeing them up. Because you know what? At some point, he was going to rifle it home. He was going to write, you know, one of the guys, he was going to hit, and all of a sudden he'd have a hat trick, and that's it. Like, and that's why I said earlier, like, enough of this crap where you're neutering yourselves, playing scared. Call the game like Mahomes is friggin' Mahomes. Like, let him throw the ball. Make him throw the ball down the field. I would be saying, look, I if I'm Andy, I say, Patrick, I want six throws in this game. Six throws, Patrice Bergeron, yeah, that's style. That's style. not quite as successful, but that's style. Um, I want six throws in that game where it's over 25 yards in the air. We're going to call shot plays. We're gonna, I want you gunning it. And if you throw a pick, then I'll live with it. You know, I don't want you making a dumb mistake. I don't want you throwing it to double coverage. But like, if you have a throw that you think you can hit, you gun it in there. That's who you are. They've got to stop giving teams this belief that, well, as long as we play too high, they'll never beat us. You, you can't do that. You can't do it. Sean Avery, I'm not I'm on multiple levels. But, uh, yeah, physicality, yeah, I, I play it angry. Um, that's how that's how this team's going to get on track. They're never going to get on track throwing little swing passes. It's not who they are. It's not who they are. Yeah, They attack. That's how they win, and they have to get back to doing it.
1: They need some packages to, to, to counteract what teams are doing. And that's where those swing passes and the slants and those things come in, but it can't be their offense and they can't be afraid to push the ball downfield. And that's where maybe some of the mental stuff comes in. And I think Andy's making adjustments. You know, the more I think about it, these last two games in particular, I think they're making some adjustments. They're trying to get to the bye week where maybe they can really install some more of this stuff that will help. Um, But you're right they just they've got to turn it on it's got to start next week. What they really need to do is they just need to find a way to win these next two games and get to the bye week. if they can do that by hook or by crook, I don't care if it's defense I don't care if the offense is ugly. I saw Mike Cole ask in the chat um, you know Gordon should be an animal he's nowhere. Yeah but look Mike I mean they, they're barely they're barely getting the ball to Kelsey at this point. So you know for Gordon to make an impact on this offense, it's going to have to start with just the offense getting the train back on the tracks. It's not just, it's not going to be, Oh, well we're, we're struggling and Gordon, Gordon can dig us out. It's, it's gotta be moving. It's gotta be rolling. Teams have to start doubling Tyreek, getting scared of Kelsey. And then those, 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 those plays are going to open up for a guy like Gordon and for Nicole Harmon. But right now, I mean, they've scored, they've scored 20 and 13 points, uh, which is absolutely unheard of. Mohamed's thrown for 166 yards. So Next week's a great week to, to try to go into Vegas and attack that, that, that vulnerable uh, Las Vegas defense. Go after them. Sunday night football, go out there. I don't care what you got to do. Put up footage of them taking their victory lap around Arrowhead, but get motivated and attack this team. Because now you know your defense can, can back your play. They can support you. It's not like it was earlier in the season. So, relax, have fun, go out there and play Chiefs football. And hopefully, um, they just loosen up a little bit and, and they get back to playing, doing what they do well, which is scoring points.
2: Look, let's get into that game. So, the Raiders are 5 and 3. Okay. Come back to Vegas. The Raiders are at best, and I don't say this biasly, it's just, I mean, I've watched every game they've played. They're a mediocre football team. They're not bad, but they're not, they're not above average. OK, they needed overtime to beat the Dolphins. The Ravens game at home was a wild game in week one. They won that they easily could have lost. They beat in Pittsburgh. Okay. They lost to Chicago. They beat Philly. I mean, this is a team that it is lost to the Giants. There's nothing about the Raiders that's overly impressive. There really isn't. Like they they run the ball OK, not great. I mean, if you look at them statistically, and, I, and I'm, I'm looking at up on ASPN.com real quick, and I know off the top of my head that they're not a great rushing team this year. Um, look, they're rushing for 3.7 yards carries a day. Big deal. I mean, Carr has 13 touchdowns and seven picks. It's not. There's nothing about him that's great, okay? I mean, obviously I'm not going to mention Ruggs here since he's no longer on the team. Waller and Renfro are the guys you have to stop in this game. Renfro is a very, very slippery slot receiver, and Waller has just killed the Chiefs over the years. He's a great player. The Chiefs have to somehow limit him. On the other side, look, they've got Crosby, who's been a hell of a pass rusher all year. He has five sacks, and Gakway has four. Everybody else in that team, not really a pass rusher. Nobody else even has three. They have one really good corner in Casey Hayward. Everybody else in that secondary is below average and their linebackers can't cover anybody. Okay. This should be a game where Kelsey goes nuts. They have no answer, no answer for him. Hill. I expect to get a lot of doubles in this game. I think they will roll coverage. They will try to bracket him. But again, I think you've got, you've got to challenge. You've got to challenge them. I, and the Raiders, by the way, uh, Defensively, you can you can run the ball on them too. I mean, this is this is a huge game. If they win this game, guys, yeah. I don't care how ugly it's been, they're six and four. And you know what? You know what else they're six and four, and they won the Super Bowl. They'll be six and four if they win this game, and there's a chance of winning the division at the end of it. Worst case, are half game back to the Chargers. Big deal. So, huge game. You'll lose this game, then you start looking at they're gonna have to fight for the lives just to get a wild card spot. They win this game, I think they'll win the division. But we'll see. And, John, I see – I'm going overboard on the defense. I I get it. They, they, but, John, you got you to play well against these teams. They've done that. They've shut down Washington. They've shut down the Giants. They've shut down the Packers. I get it. They're, they're limited. But, come on. I mean, the Eagles earlier just scored 30 points on with They weren't even on the field. I mean, let's – and some of this, too, is eye test. They're getting a much better rush. They're much faster out there with Gay on the field, okay, and Thornhill on the field. I mean, look, I get it. You want to argue they're not all the way there, John? That's fine. That's fair, okay? They are much, much better. What good offense have they held under 30 points? Well, I mean, if you want to get technical, Tennessee, although they were not good in that game, okay? They were not good. But I'm not sitting here telling you that the 85 Bears. But if you're going to argue with me that they're not as good uh, or not not better than they were a month ago, come on now. They're if, if,
1: if they were playing like they were the first month of the season, Aaron Jones would have had 150 yards rushing tonight. They they would have they would have lost this game because they could oh, not no stop question. the run. No they question. could not stop the run. And and they look, I can't stress how difficult it is to do. I don't care if they were playing Jordan Love. That they still had Devontae Adams over there. They still had Aaron Jones. The, the, the Packers are a good offensive team to do what the Chiefs' defense did in a game where their offense did not move the football. like That's the big thing, right? If the, Chiefs, if the Chiefs were moving the ball and they were going up and down the field and they were up by three touchdowns like they should have been and they were just pinning their ears back because the Packers couldn't run the ball, I would take it a little bit more with a grain of salt. But this was a game where they could not afford to give up a single score because once they finally did late in the fourth quarter, they were in danger of losing the game. To do yes. what they did is extremely difficult. This is the NFL. Just ask, who was it that uh, old Mike White was going up against? The Bengals. The Bengals. <laughs> lit, lit up the Bengals. Lit up the Bengals. So it can happen. A- a- any given Sunday, right? All that stuff. They did a good job. They're definitely improved. They're definitely better. Matt's right. No, they're not the 85 Bears. But they're good enough right now. They're playing well enough in the secondary against the run and the pass rush, the three things that they were not doing at all, at all, the first month of the season. They're doing those things well enough that if the offense actually gets going, that's all you need from that defense. Yeah, yeah, if Aaron Rodgers is playing this game, maybe they give up 21 points. Maybe they give up 24. But that's why you need Mahomes to be Mahomes and Kelsey to be Kelsey and the Chiefs to go out there and score 30. What we've been saying about this team for the last few years is, hey, if they if you—they can hold the other team to, to 20 points, they are they're not losing. Right? Well, that's not the case anymore because of the offense. Right. The offense gets going. That's all you need from the defense.
2: Yeah. and listen, guys, and, and, and John, since I we were having this conversation, I, I don't like I'm not sitting here telling you that they're a good defense. I'm telling you they're better. Now, granted, it's a low ass bar to clear, right? I mean, they were awful at the beginning of the year. I'm not sitting here telling you I think all of a sudden they're gonna be holding teams under twenty every week. Okay, I think the Raiders are gonna get into the, at least, you know, twenty four or something like that, twenty seven. Like the Raiders are gonna score points. I'm just saying they're better. And they are better. Now, again, a low bar to clear, but better. And the more important thing here as we come up on eight o'clock central, dump beers on your head. You're muted, but nobody cares about what you have to say. Dump beer on your face.
1: (laughs) We got a couple of things to get to. We got to get to our players of the game, and then I'm going to dump beer on my head um, as, as per my bet with Sterling Holmes. So listen, there's 300 of you watching out there, and I have a special announcement. This right now is the 200th. Episode of the Arrowhead Attic podcast. There's a 300 of you watching. There are 153 thumbs ups right now. I'd really appreciate it if you guys are out there. If you haven't hit the thumbs up button on the on the on the post yet on YouTube, get us to 200 to celebrate our 200th episode. That would be really awesome. I'm gonna dump my I'm gonna dump beer all over myself for you. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. Really appreciate you guys if you can get that thumbs up. Let's go for that 200. All right, Let's get to our players' game and then I'm stone colding some beers. Uh, so it's earning their Arrowheads. Vertoram, who gets some arrowheads for you for this second consecutive Chiefs win?
2: The the defensive line as a whole.
1: The defensive line
2: as a whole gets it. Um, They they were excellent. They did a great job. And I also, you know, listen, it's got to be, first and foremost, just the special teams unit. I don't know that I can single one guy out. And if you want a Townsend, I mean, he was incredible. So I guess Townsend, Butker, and the defensive line for me, it, they get them
1: very well-deserved very well-deserved uh i'm giving arrowhead to the just the whole special teams unit yeah. uh as a, as a whole absolutely fantastic um <clears throat> i want to give an arrowhead to i i, I gotta give a, an arrowhead to to charverius ward and Lajarius need i thought both of them were just absolutely excellent in this game tough assignment guarding Devonte adams one-on-one they really rose to the occasion and I'm going to give one to uh, an unexpected name here, Jerron Reed. You know, Jerron Reed, has, he, you know, we put him on a milk carton uh, on more than one occasions on this podcast. He's starting to play better the last few weeks. He's, he's getting some pressure. He's making some plays. So I want to encourage that. So I'm going to give him his arrowhead. He's finally earned one. Um, and let's give one to Chris Jones. Back in the middle, wreaking havoc. I think they asked Frank Clark about it after the game. He said, hey, that's his home. That's his natural home. He's he's comfortable there. And that's another thing that these things that they've changes that they've made, putting Jones more back inside, getting Ward back, it's really transformed this defense. Getting more Nick Bolton, you know, remember, Nick Bolton's a rookie. He's just getting better and better and better. And that's that's really good news for the Chiefs. Whereas early on, his head was probably spinning a little bit. So those are my arrowheads. Super thrilled with that. We're up to 174 thumbs up in the in the uh, I think 178. Yeah, keep them coming. Almost to that 200. Everybody Appreciate hold on
2: it. for the thumbs up until it beers. <clears ears. throat> I've had enough of this. <clears throat> stalling crap! Get yeah, yeah It's
1: time. It's time. Okay. I got a towel I've here.
2: Sitting here making the people wait. They've done great. <laughs> yeah, like an hour.
1: It's time.
2: Okay. It's time. I mean, look at you. You're settling in like you're yeah. getting in shape. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's right. What, that's what right. is this? At this. Uh, I had this um, I've had this Chiefs uh, hoodie for a while. I don't want it to. Uh, to get too ruined here. <clears throat> All right, so as you know, I bet against my own team, I had this coming. Stupid I fraud. Chiefs, <laughs> I said the Chiefs were going to lose to the Packers. I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to play. Here we go. Stone coldings. I've never done this before. It's going to be great. You can't
2: see it if you listen to the audio version. But Woo! The, uh, you did go it. Chiefs! It was it, it was yeah. hilarious. All over oh, this space. Uh, I love it. So, uh, we also have a late uh, addition to the uh, to the Arrowhead Addict uh, the the podcast gets one more opinion. My father says Arrowhead goes to whoever jumped <laughs> offside to make the cheese kick a field goal.
1: Yeah, so, that, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> throw in another one. The old man uh, always always throwing it in there. All right, that was uh, I don't know what to do with that with that. That that Stone Cold, the, the, the slamming of the cans was good. There's a towel involved. The, the, the,
1: listen, I uh, hey, I'm in my I'm in my house, man. I'm not in a, a WW ring here. Who cares? You gotta, get you. you gotta get me a little bit of this here.
2: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Appreciate it, Colin. Stone Cold would have done another one. I got more down there. Don't worry. This uh, yeah. this was a this was a bet. It was a bet. It was a, bet. It was a lost bet. Jalen, fail. How did I fail? Yeah, that was a lot was of beer, man.
2: It was average. It was an average. Uh,
1: <laughs> it was my first ever Stone Cold Pound. Never done it before.
2: Uh, come on, you know, listen. Next time, next time here, we're gonna we're gonna get you a fuck. somehow.
1: Stone fuck. Stone Cold see more man. Yeah, you think?
2: <laughs> I got news, you guys. I've known Patrick a long time, and I like Patrick. Stone Cold might be a little more manly than Patrick. A little he, uh, bit. Yeah, he's got a he's got bit. us all beat. I think. Uh, but look, listen, look, that, uh, that being said, that being said, uh, you know there was beer. Uh, listen, we'll we'll continue to make. Uh, wild bet you know really what we got to do is we got to get sterling on this and have have him lose a bet and have him because there's a man who will i mean he might do that with like two bottles of jack daniels i feel like he would really lay into it Um, yeah yeah but a uh, lot of a lot
1: of beer ended up on the window here from the 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 uh look at the the he's can't he always he does it a couple times but i wanted to actually get some um (laughs) all right uh i should have asked uh what Patrick? You should have asked Fish. Eric Fisher. He, he did a re- great oh, playoff Fisher. game. He dumped, it. he dumped it over his uh, over his back. Hey, he hey. wasn't allowed to drink during the game.
2: That <laughs> was still one of the great moments. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Well, yeah. Well, you know, you're drinking a juice box. I was. So,
2: I was yeah. drinking a juice box. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I got so sick of drinking water, and it was the only other thing we had. Other than the fact, I, I did not want to get hammered before I came on this podcast. I probably should have. Um, yeah, but. uh yeah, listen. They won the game 5-4, and four, and uh, now they play the biggest game of their season. Just call mm-hmm. what it is. Let's just call yeah. what it a beer, beer bong. Beer, beer. There, was, <laughs> there was a lot of things that in college we're not going <laughs> to talk about in the podcast. But, uh, look, I, I – We'll say this for the Chiefs. I get everybody's frustration. Guys, you listen to me. You know I'm straight up every week. I, I have a lot of the same frustrations, a lot of the same frustrations. They won the game. They're 5-4, and four. and now they go play the Raiders. And you know what, guys? If they go out, and this is a big if. It's a huge if. If they go out and they win the game and they play really well, we're all going to be sitting here saying the same thing. We're all going to be saying, you know, man, Feel good now, six and four. Worst case, second place in the division. Feeling good, like yeah, they got a lot of work to do, but they won the game, and you have to give at least some credit to that. I understand why it's underwhelming. I get it. Look around the NFL today. Look around, and look at Buffalo. Okay, look at look at. The Bengals, who two weeks ago were the number one seed in the AFC playoff race and then get blown the F out by the Jets and the Browns. It's just what it is, guy. Like It matters. Go, go ask Dallas how they feel today. It's not perfect. We all have higher standards and expectations for the Chiefs, and damn right mm-hmm. we should. We should. Okay? But I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, the Raiders lost to the Giants. Like, we, you know, you see what everybody, the Chiefs, they almost, but they didn't lose to them. Now they got to be better, much better. But they beat them and they beat the Packers. You know what they're doing by winning these games this way? They are buying themselves time. They're buying time. Now, at some point, look, the, the, the rent comes due here. Okay. Joey Mione in the chat who left the beer out on the front porch. That don't be too confident. It's a different game than Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Joey, no shit, you think? <laughs> okay, they would have lost if Aaron Rodgers played. But he Didn't play because he's taking medical advice from Joe Rogan. Okay, so it is what it is. Like I'm not, I'm not, and don't get all political. But I'm kidding, guys. It's a joke. Okay, the, but the reality is, he didn't play because of the COVID protocol. They get Jordan Love. Okay, they won. Now they bought the with these two wins, three in the last four. By the way. They're buying themselves time. If they're just losing these games, none of this matters. They're buying themselves time. And if you if you can continue to do that and you eventually get it right, then you're okay. You're okay.
1: Yeah. Like Everybody let's, let's healthy. Like, The t- th- th- talent is there.
2: They're buying themselves now. At some point you gotta cash in on that. Yeah. At some point you gotta do it. But they're buying themselves time. But, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'll leave it at this, the Reds do on Sunday. you got to win yeah. this. Like, they're going to have to play well. The Raiders are going to come out with everything they've got in this game. They yeah. know they have to win. Because if you're the Raiders, think about it from their perspective. You lose this game, all of a sudden you're looking at this thing going, oh, God, we're 5-4. and four. The Chiefs beat us in our building. Now they're ahead of us. And we got to go play them at Arrowhead in December. And one thing about Derek Carr and his career, he has been awful at Arrowhead in the cold against them. Awful. I will pull up the stats for that. He has been horrific. And Colin, the answer, I don't have an update on Yang. I still had a rib injury. I have not seen it that's been updated. Um, but that that's honestly where I am with this thing. Like it, it really, truly is. By the way, uh, for everybody who's like, oh, the Titans, the Titans are up 14 3 on the Rams right now. So, I mean, it, things happen. But anyway, they bought time. Now they've got to capitalize. Sunday is the game. It is the yep. game of the year. They win that game. They're probably making the playoffs. They're probably – and they have a very good shot of winning the division and even being a top two, top three seed. They lose that game, it's going to be a fist fight just to get it.
1: And this isn't – this, is, this game against the Raiders is not a game that they can come out and play like they have the last two weeks and win. So nope. it's not just they've got to win it. There's the, – the Raiders will kill them if they play like they did the last two weeks. Their offense is 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 too good. Um, not not you know too very scared of the receivers outside of of Waller. Renfro is a nice. Guy. They should be able to hang with the Raiders defensively, but they've got to score. Uh, or or their or their season it's not over. But like the, if you're gonna get right, you've got to get right now because games against the the the, the, the Raiders and the Cowboys. And even even the rest of the divisional games that you got to play the rest of the year, you're playing the Chargers again. It's this is it, this is it. It's time to get right. It's time to get right now. You're in position. The the rest of the AFCs helped you out. If you're the Chiefs, go out there, get it done, get your groove back. You, you're 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 two thirds of the way there. You're two thirds of the way there on defense and on special teams. Now you just got to do it's the offense. These guys were scoring 30 points the whole first month of the season. I think they can do it. I think they will do it. I'm confident. I'm not betting against them again uh, until, uh, and, until things get real bad. So <laughs> um, thank you, guys. Really do. We'll let you get to Sunday Night Football. Um, this has been awesome. We're at 193 on those thumbs up. If you could just push us over the edge of that 200 on your way out the door, that would be awesome for the 200th episode of the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Here's the schedule. Tuesday, Sterling will be back to gloat about me dumping beer on myself with Matt Connor uh, on the Tuesday show on the audio version of the Airhead Attic Podcast. Bertram and I will be back on Thursday morning to preview the big, big Sunday night football game against the Raiders, um, and then of course after the game, Sunday night football come hell or high water, we'll be here and hopefully it'll be after a third straight Kansas City Chiefs victory. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Steven. Thank you, Oregon Fishing. Thank you, the Batman. Thank you, Andrew Hunter. Thank you, all you guys out there, everybody who listens out in audio land. Appreciate the thumbs up on the YouTube channel. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, uh, Time Traveler says, hey, at R. Patrick Allen. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> we are signing off, Time Traveler. I'm on uh, Twitter at, at R. Patrick Allen. He's at, at Matt Berger, and we will see you guys On Tuesday. But for right now, the Chiefs, they won a football game. And I could sleep easy on that. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, go Chiefs.
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: Get everything you need to keep your pets happy and healthy at Menards. Feed your canine companion the best with chicken soup for the soul. Their dog food is made with real quality ingredients it provides well-balanced nutrition for supporting happy healthy pets explore all our pet products
0: in store and on menards.com and check out more of our great deals going on now at menards
1: save big money at